So here we go. It's um, great to be in the hot seat. And today I'm in the hot seat with Nick Hines, who is our head of all things financial, occasionally rather unglamorously called a bean counter, which is unfortunate when your name is Nick Hines. Um, but Nick, welcome to In the Hot Seat. It's great to have you here. Great to be here. Thank you. Can you just give us a little bit of background about you? Why are you on board the Morgan James Consulting Team? And you can also tell us about Tree Accountancy, your own business. Off you go. Well, yeah, uh, I'm on board. I met Lily a number of years ago on a Goldman Sachs sort of high growth um, course, which went really, really well. But one of the things I learned when I came out of that was I'd had all these great ideas, I had all these growth plans. And then what Lily really helped me do is make it how we lived our business, how we move forward. And from that, we started recognizing that there was a lot of financial um paths which people weren't going down or at least financial pitfalls people were going down when you experience growth so in doing that we pulled together our our mini growth programs that we do with clients which which are purely financially based but because we've done it such a long time and uh, gone through a lot of pitfalls with clients it allows us to give some advice as well um so i really enjoy doing that i'm, I'm the head of uh, our growth team at tree we also do compliance work because all companies need the compliance we're doing as well. Uh, we don't look at that as a sort of second service, we just look at a different service, but it goes very, very well for us. I think one of the things that I was really surprised when I, I was delivering for Goldman Sachs on the programme is, is how many managing directors and how many boards actually didn't know their numbers. And they also didn't know uh, their, their legal, the legalities of, of what they needed to know and what they needed to submit. Are you surprised, particularly with some of the quite big businesses that you work with at the moment, at, at that lack of competency? I suppose it, it, it's somewhere in the middle for me. It, it, it's surprise and then opportunity. Um, the opportunity was obviously recognising a lot of people. Um, they understand what's important to them. And I find a lot of entrepreneurs, after they've done their three or four year first bit, they really know what they're doing now. Now it's about growth. They're really sort of battle hardened at that point. So mm -hmm. they know cash flow. They know their best customers. They know their best team. But they don't know the whole package. They don't know how it's going to move forward. Um, and that's one of the things which, which Goldman does, which you do, Lily, and, and we do a lot of, is helping them sort of plan that better. So it's not a random place. We've worked really hard, head up wherever we ended up. We're where we're supposed to be. I always think, and I love the feedback we get on Strategic Leaders Programme is, gosh, he's, he's really the human face of accountancy. He's not a bean counter at all. And, and some of the stories that you tell um, really resonate with some of the directors we have on the programme. What are you seeing out there at the moment in the age of COVID? What's the experience that you're generally getting from your clients and, and from the people that you meet through us? I think there's been um, lots and lots of different stages. It's some of those stages of grief in some sense. Um, there's the panic at the beginning. Uh, and then what we did is we worked with a lot of people getting as much information out there as what we could because there were no decisions and plans in place. It was just what if, what if. Um, after that, then, then it was right. So furlough came about, which was amazing. It just allowed people to not make some of their team redundant, but breathe and pay them. Um, after that, now it started to, it started to feel like clients want to move forward, which I think is a real desire of, of most businesses we work with. We're all sort of, you know, growth clients, one of a better phrase. And there's this desire to get out of this, which is great because even in, in you know, even in light of some, you know, potential recession, 
the difference is a recession. It kind of feels like something's been taken away from you. Now there's, there's this momentum, which with clients works really well. And I'm enjoying it with clients. You're seeing them almost go back a few years and really understanding why they're doing things a lot more. They've had two months indoors almost, haven't they? So yeah. I spoke to a, a Goldman client this morning who's not a client but wants to be one. He said, I've had two months to think about it. Why am I not working with you? Uh, yeah. And these sort of things. And that, that's what this time gives. Um, so, so there's positives in, in an unfortunate situation, but we've got to move forward, haven't we? Yeah, because I mean, actually, what are we? We're actually three and a half months in, aren't we, yeah, since, well, since yeah. lockdown started now. Um, and I think at the beginning, we had that crazy panic of what do I what do I do now how do I how do I distance manage my people who do I furlough who don't I furlough and now I think it really is this hopeful looking forwards it's, it's a different uh, kind of recession if that's what we're going to come into to ones that I've experienced before obviously we had the banks collapse going back what 11 years ago now um, which people really really had to grind their way out of and I think the, the challenge is is how do we get people to come back and work with us uh, when we might not necessarily be able to see them in a face-to-face, -face, particularly for the smaller retail businesses, the, the pubs, the restaurants, that side of things, it, it seems to be quite challenging. Um, obviously, furlough has been fantastic in terms of the finances that were available. What else have you found that, that clients have been looking for from you in, in terms of the way that you can support them? Well, again, in, in that initial stage, it was what, what, what's available, what support's available. We did um, quite a lot of the coronavirus business interruption loan, the C-bills, as they called. So we were, we've been 100% successful in claiming a lot of those loans, which were great. And I think, I think one of the issues where that loan came out was a perfect time. But what I'm finding with a few clients now is it came perhaps a little bit early for them to realize how long they might need support for because the biggest thing what as was business people have been confused about with covid is um what when's the end is it yeah. the end of june right so basically i'm not doing any work till the end of june okay can i deal with that whereas we haven't had that it's very very much been it you know it will get better and it will get better but nobody quite knowing um what's good i mean like you talk about bars and restaurants then the, the the government changing the the vat rules a couple of weeks ago you know potentially that's amazing if they share all that saving with the the, the general public then you know it's cheaper to go out and eat so hopefully they'll get they'll get more people in um i have seen a lot of businesses we've got quite a few clients who who were just restaurants who all of a sudden have pivot as the word have turned into delivery and pickup and, and a lot of places where you can go pick up ingredients and then cook it yourself and make it a bit more fun. Um, so there's, there's definitely been challenges. I mean, it's not been easy for anybody. Uh, I actually, actually there's, that, that's well. quite an interesting market, isn't it? I remember, I think it was Betty Crocker that used to do the packet packages of, of cake mix where you just had to add water. And um, people found that, you know, that ultimately they didn't want to bother because it didn't feel like they'd actually homemade the cake. But when they discovered that if you asked people to add water and egg, they were then presenting these cakes as something that I've made because they engaged <laughs> with it. And I quite like that idea with the restaurants that they send you packaged ingredients and maybe you know, instructions as to how you can make it yourself but it, it's that agility that's critical isn't it at the moment absolutely, absolutely. and what, what's nice is i mean there's a few restaurants near where i live um and it's the guys who work there the girls who work there who are doing the deliveries as well so you get this they're in it as a team and this yeah. is how they're all working together so it's quite nice and saying hello to people you see when you go in the restaurants is nice yeah, in fact, I was talk, talking about this to another client uh, at the end of last week, saying that ultimately the big difference is going to be that quality of the customer relationship is more important now, now more than ever, I should think. 
Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, and, it's a difficult and, choice, isn't it? And there's a, there's a shortage of, of decisions, well, a lot shortage of spending, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in, in terms of looking forwards, because it's almost like growth is a dirty word, but I think in every challenge there's an opportunity, isn't there? What would you, what would you say are the three critical things that businesses that are looking to grow their way out of COVID, what do they need to do now? I think it's, there's a lot of things which have gone on over the last three months, which have just made people cut costs sensibly, but they've made mm -hmm. them cut costs. And I suppose that's faced with the absence of any actual sales. There's been a little bit of a cushion created by the government, which in some ways um, people need to get their heads around. It's not a permanent cushion. Furloughs being one, C-bill loans, break by, uh, bounce back loans, all these things which have been provided by the government have allowed cash to be available. So one of the key parts is understand your break-even, understand what your business needs to do to bring everybody back, to have these levels of full staff for moving forward. Um, alongside that, couple the cash flow. There's more cash. There's a lot more clients I see with cash now than I have done. But again, it's a lot of loaned money. It's a lot of um, grant money. And at some stage, that's got to be paid back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, again, and I know I've mentioned to a few people that, that there's a lot of companies who are coming out of this with some level of baggage. So the idea is, is, is a smaller baggage as what you can and a plan to pay it back. Um, mm. HMRC gave some great VAT deferral. So to half the world didn't pay VAT for three months, basically. That's got to be paid by, back by March next year. Not in one hit, but have a plan. So, you know, second one is definitely cash flow plan. And the third one is, is I suppose it's a mix, really. I mean, I call them key, key performance indicators. And I suppose it's really understanding what makes you money? You know, yeah. which are the areas where you make the most money right now? Because it's that little bit of um, profit is sanity and sales are vanity. Everyone's yeah. going to grab at some sales at the moment because we're doing something. But if you're not making money from it, then maybe it's not the right route to go. So yeah. it's understanding where you make your money from. And you put those three bits together. That's the start of the plan. Right. Fanta fantastic. And I mean, ultimately, to spend a little bit of time with you, I think that might be a, a really positive thing for uh, well, a, a number of our clients. Isn't it? It's spending time. I mean, I think the other side of it is making it real. I mean, like, like you've done with us a number of years ago, and, and it was the bit I enjoyed most, and I think we got most benefit from, is, is we can plan and plan and plan, and then it's right now live it. So yeah. it doesn't become a plan, it becomes your culture. It doesn't yeah. just become the culture, it becomes the drive. And then it doesn't become yours, it becomes ours. And that ours just creates this momentum of doing the good things all the time. Yeah. And that will make you money, it will make you cash, and you'll be in a better place. It's, it's the practical application, isn't it? You can read the theory as, as long as you like. And I think that you know, the critical thing, I can't remember whose quote it was, is you know, really living out your culture and whether you are a values-led business depends on what you do when nobody's watching. Yeah. And I think that's one of the great things that I've seen in Tree, and one of the reasons that we've had this long-standing relationship is truly sticking with your values, living by your values, and knowing even when it hurts, you know, what, are we doing the right thing for our clients, and are we doing the right thing for the people that work for us and with us? Yeah, you showed me one quotes from another one of your clients many years ago, and it was it was one of those I just wanted to take it and attach it to it wasn't somebody already had it. And it was, you know, you, you sort of run your business to make your mum proud. And yeah. it's exactly what you say that everything you do is you can be proud of and you can stand there and say right reasons, right decision, right people, superb. 
Kath Riley at Douglas, Douglas Scott Legal Recruitment will love you for saying that. I love Nick, that. I've always loved that. Yeah. You're going to say, I, I think, I think you're about the 50th person that would like to have her, her mission statement. But I just want to say thanks so much for joining us today. Um, keep doing what you're doing. I know it's made a big difference to our clients. That, and I think that generosity of spirit. One of the things that you've done all the way through COVID is you've got information out there. People aren't paying for it, but you've just been helping, helping, helping. And I love that generosity and spirit. And I'm absolutely certain that it'll come back in spades as, as we pull through this. Thanks very much. No problem. Thanks a lot.